I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Hacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the concept of love food. Love food is a term that I coined to represent something that is really important to the emotional health of human beings and is absolutely essential to the emotional health of children. So, what is it? Broadly defined, love food is being emotionally held by another person. And in the context of children, it's being emotionally held by a parent. This could mean attention, affection, love, admiration, praise, acknowledgement, consideration, appreciation, etc. All of these are forms of love food. So, what's the significance of this concept? What I'd like you to consider is that a family is like a little ecosystem, kind of like a little rainforest. And just like there is a limited amount of food within a rainforest, there is a limited amount of love food within the family. This isn't necessarily because the parents are cold and withholding, though that can certainly be the case. This is because the parents are human, and they only have so much time and energy and attention. And they're not going to allocate those resources equally across multiple children all the time. It's just not possible. So there is a limited amount of love food in the ecosystem of any family, and each child only has access to a portion of it. And what occurs in the context of the family is that children, over time, come to cultivate roles. They come to occupy niches within the family's ecosystem that will maximize their access to parental love food. And typically, this is all done unconsciously through reinforcement contingencies. The parents generally don't know that they're encouraging this process, and the children generally don't know how they're being molded by their environment. These reinforcement contingencies are unconscious processes that drive specialization, just like in the rainforest. The rain frog doesn't consciously evolve sticky pads on its toes so that it can cling to trees and evade predators. It's just kind of what happens because the frogs that had stickier toes tended to survive and the frogs that didn't tended to get gobbled. So this process of specialization within the family ecosystem typically occurs completely unconsciously. It's not anyone's, quote, fault. It just happens. And this is especially important in the context of siblings because in the vast majority of cases, the oldest sibling already has a substantial advantage over any younger siblings because older siblings know the ecosystem better and they've already kind of spent time specializing in a certain direction. Consequently, the route to specialization that is occupied by the eldest sibling is effectively closed off to the younger siblings who then have to find other ways to compete for the limited supply of love food in that ecosystem. In the vast majority of cases, younger siblings just can't successfully compete in the same domains with their bigger, stronger, more knowledgeable, and more experienced older siblings. So they have to find other routes to specialization to survive in that ecosystem. And that's how siblings tend to occupy different roles within the family over time. And the last thing I want to point out is you can take the person out of the family, but you can't always take the family out of the person, which is to say, if we don't acknowledge and process the specializations that we adopted in childhood to secure love food within the family ecosystem, then those specializations can actually follow us for our entire lives, for better or for worse. If you ever want to understand why people are the way that they are, you have to imagine them in the circumstances that created them. It's like if you go to a zoo and you see a jaguar, you might think, why does that jaguar have spots? That doesn't make any sense. But if you then saw that jaguar in the jungle 
and the light was filtering down through the leaves and leaving this dappled pattern of shadow on the ground, you're going to say, oh, I understand why the jaguar has spots. It makes sense now. Now, humans are a little different from jaguars in that we have the capacity to overcome our circumstances, but it's not easy to do so, and we do have to make a concerted effort to try. What do you think? Remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation, you can reach me at psychhackspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.